Coming up, we are going to give you eight reasons why you have to get to Universal Studios Hollywood this summer. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 135 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, of course, Craig Williams, joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Well, hello. Hello. How are we doing today? Well. Good, yes. So, um, right now, as we are speaking, we are currently out in beautiful, sunny Anaheim, mm. California. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so that is super exciting. Um, I could not be happier to be out there. And so when when I was uh, when I, when I was thinking about what we could talk about this week, I was thinking, um, of course, well, I'm sad that unfortunately we're only going out to California right now for the D23 Expo in in Anaheim, California. And uh, what I, I'd love to be doing is getting to spend a little bit more time around Hollywood, in particular, Universal Studios Hollywood. So um, it's been, it's been, oh gosh, basically just a little over a year since the last time I visited there, because the last time I, I went was uh, right, right, uh, I want to say like July 1st or 2nd of 2016 so it's been a while since i've been back um and while not a lot has significantly changed in that time um it uh, just every now and then when i think back to it it's like gosh i i really want to get i want to get back out there i want to i want to see universal studios hollywood because there are so many great reasons why you actually should go and visit there i know people are curious purist i don't know what a purist is uh people are purists about traveling to orlando and like oh i'll only go to universal orlando or i don't need to go to disneyland i only want to go to walt disney world i don't understand these people at Mm -hmm. all not Mm -hmm. even a little bit um and uh for that reason let's try to do our best to convince you uh if you are going to go this summer take a last minute trip out we are going to in this episode to give you eight specific reasons why you need to go out there so starting at the bottom going to the top um it's a yeah we can we can do it in that way um yeah, you gotta tease them yeah they'll un- give up otherwise yeah un- unfortunately my number system um because i did it oh you just picked notes. random made things no 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 i did it i did it in the right order my number system i did it in notes uh and because of this uh actually you know it goes one two three four five i didn't do the reverse ordering so at some point in time i'm sure i'm going i know there are only eight numbers but i'm sure i'm gonna start screwing it up but we will start with number eight the number eight reason why you need to go visit universal studios hollywood this summer get out there immediately and this one actually is a summer reason why you need to and that is because the new nighttime lights on hogwarts castle Mm. in in the wizarding world i want to see this real bad i think i just said diagonally just the wizarding world of harry potter you want to see this real bad i do 
Yeah, um, yeah, I really want to see this too. Unfortunately, um, you know, we will have in Universal Studios uh, or Islands of Adventure, we'll have our own projection show on Hogwarts Castle come Christmas, um, and that one is going to be absolutely beautiful. I'm sure. Uh, even Hollywood actually is getting in on that game, and they will have the uh, Christmas show as well too. But um, they are getting an early peek at how beautiful the projections can be this summer with the nighttime lights, and it looks absolutely phenomenal. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to tease this one up too much. Like it is a. Uh, it's a something that like oh you have to plan your night around going to see this it it's definitely not that um if you've been to animal kingdom and you've seen one of the awakenings of the tree of life um just just go at it with that complete uh complete perception that it's it's one of those things you want to see it because it really is a beautiful work of art uh but at the same time it, you know, it's not a nighttime spectacular at all. It's it's some pretty light. So, did you say how long it lasts? I'm sorry. It, it's about a little bit over, a little under five minutes. Um, okay. I've watched a couple of different people's videos on it just to see some different angles, different perspectives. Uh, when uh, for the things that we don't have videos of and stuff, you know, I'll, I'll try to throw in some links to some of our friends so you can uh, see some of these videos if you want to spoil it for you. Uh, but the show itself really is just a very simple show. Uh, it's it's hosted by the Sorting Hat, which is always um, it's always very uh, very appreciated to see. And the whole show is kind of based around the different houses of Hogwarts. So um, each each section of the show kind of gets a little bit of love. You see the animal associated with the house. So like the lion comes out for Gryffindor, snake comes out for Slytherin. Uh, do I have to keep continuing on? I don't Riffindor. think so. Sorry, I like when the Sorting Hat says it. <laughs> well, and then that's in that show. It's really beautiful. Of course, it it uh, makes great use of the um, the the um, Potter music. So uh, it's kind of all kicked off with Hedwig's theme and gets you in that Potter mood. The best part of the show is it's just a very brief part towards the end. They actually they reveal sections of the castle. Um, like the bricks kind of pull back. Think about like oh, that's cool. going into Diagon Alley, but the bricks kind of pull back, so you can p- see people going up like the stairwells, Ooh. and uh, you know it looked like a shot of like the Great Hall. It was hard to see in video, I'm sure. In actually being there in person, you can see it a lot better, but um, a very very cool effect. Uh, and you know, it, it, it's basically the entire show leads up to that last that last like key point where the the castle is all kind of glittery and they have the big spotlights behind it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's that glorified photo op that you want for like the best of the coolest shot of the castle. So, uh, that is happening throughout the summer. I, goodness gracious, if I can work out a way to go and see this, I would be just, just plain smitten, but, uh, hopefully other people will be able to go out there and see it. Yeah. 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 If I'm in the area and it, time allows i would go just for that i know it's a lot of money to spend on just a 10 minute show but i love harry potter and i love that theme park well it's a good thing you're okay there's seven other things i could look forward to doing while i'm there too aren't there yes yes Yes. there are in a five minute show not a 10 minute show don't get too many people's hopes up um so the next reason number seven i we bring it up every single time we talk about universal studios hollywood this is nothing new by any stretch of the imagination but 
over time, it's become one of my favorite things, actually, about Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, and that is the atrocious stunt show that they still have there, Waterworld, based on the... Did you see this when you went in July again? Do you watch it every time you go? No, unfortunately, uh, the day that we were flying out, we were uh, my dad and I were doing a red eye. So we got we left um, we left wherever we were staying pretty like pretty early in the day, which I think it was just on the other side. We were staying in like uh, downtown West Hollywood area, um, and not downtown West Hollywood. We were staying right by the Hollywood Bowl. So we just had like a short five minute hop over the hill, get to get to Universal Studios Hollywood, um, did the tram tour. Uh, that had a line and did did a couple other little things. So basically, um, we we just kind of ran out of time for making uh, making a big chunk in our day for having Waterworld. But it is something that I try to not miss anytime I'm out there. The number one reason why? Well, we don't have it here in Orlando. Um, and yeah. while I usually hate stunt shows, um, it's there's just something about it that still works. Um, you know, I, like for me, uh, talking about just stunt shows in general, Disney and universal, like I never was, uh, I never was a huge fan of light motors, lights, motor action. Oh, um, me neither. No, I mean, you had to deal with it a lot more than I, did. <laughs> I have seen that show thousands of times, thousands. Disgusting. <laughs> Just not great. Um, Indiana Jones, while I love Indiana Jones as a concept, the stunts that are performed in the show are like something that you kind of are mesmerized as a child. And as an adult, it just – it's aging very, very poorly. 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 It don't, it don't look so good no more. It, it don't look no good no more. Um, and then, you know, going on Universal, unfortunately, we still have the awful uh, Eighth Voyage of Sinbad show that we reviewed sometime last year or the year before, which that – I would, hate that show. That was, it's awful. It, it needs to just be pulled Did we watch us. it in person? We did, yeah. I don't know if you went to it in person or just watched the video. I think of it. I had to watch the. Vi- I think I wasn't here that until the day we filmed yeah. it, and I think that's what it was. But then I watching the video, I was like, mm, "I'm never going to this." Yeah. It's definitely a must skip. Um, yeah. And then I'll even throw in Fear Factor because still haven't that seen that. Essentially, is like a stunt show of sorts. It's uh, but you got to hold yourself up on that bar for like however many minutes. That's a stunt. Exactly, stunts. Um, stunts stunts and so there's like really no good stunt shows anywhere and then it gets even worse when you think about like other theme parks around the world that did stunt shows um that were way more low budget and stuff than than the big players and how how awful those must have been too but for some reason Waterworld, based on the hit kevin costner film uh it, it just it just actually works i don't know if it's because the acting is so over the top or it's because some of the stunt work in it actually is good or they just shoot off enough fire and have enough explosions and effects that it all comes together. But, um, I, you know, I always leave the show with a big smile on my face. It's just good old-fashioned cheesy entertainment. I mean, and I feel like they do stuff. It's like what you said, like, because you're in Hollywood, like some of these people at the end, they they announce what they've done. And, you know, maybe not you're not going to be like 
be blown away, but they're like seasoned stunt people yeah. and and so I feel like because of the talent pool that they're working with, no pun intended, because um, it's in a big pool, uh, I feel like they deliver – the stunts are – I don't know. I want to say riskier, but they're more exciting. No. More exciting, especially when the plane flies yeah. in at the end. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it, a, it's a freaking plane yeah. that flies in over the wall and falls in the thing. You know what I mean? Mariner. Mariner. Yeah. And, I mean, and let's just be real. The stunt show is better than the movie itself, and that kind of that kind of helps things along with it. So uh, while I know stunt shows aren't everyone's bag, not my bag, baby. Yeah, they're not your bag, baby. <laughs> um, I, I think it is one of those things. If you are in Universal Studios Hollywood, you owe it to yourself to have to go and catch a show of Waterworld. Yeah, especially so. because, like you said, it's something that's not here, so you got to go and see it. Exactly. So my next. Thing number six already lost count on why you should go to Universal Studios Hollywood. This one's actually for the kids specifically. And um, right now, I know if you're like anyone else in the world, you're feeling Despicable Me fever because Despicable Me 3 is just still haven't seen it. Well, neither have I, but it is just tearing up the box office. People yeah. are saying how hilarious it is. Um, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta see it. The problem is. Right now, it's still at that. I, I need to get it like another week or two in where people stop going to it, so that way I can be the only person in the theater. When I was in uh, Car Three, you know, I, I went with this method, except there was one other lady in the theater with probably like a, a I want to say a baby, maybe like six or seven months old, and it cried through the entire movie. Oh my and gosh! I, I'm, I I'm sorry. I don't want to be that guy who's like babies in movies, but. I don't have an issue that you bring the baby to the movie. That's not the issue. The issue is, are you aware of how the baby affects the people around you? So if the baby, ah, that's fine. One noise, whatever. If the baby starts crying and won't stop, it's not get up, stand on the sideline, get the baby to stop crying there. It's unfortunately, you've chosen to bring your baby to a movie. You got to walk outside, step outside, baby stops crying, bring the baby on back in. I don't care. It's like you were watching because that's exactly what she did. She did the stand on the sideline and... uh and just held – and I understand because there was like a – she was with then like her four-year-old son too and it was just just the three of them. Oh, but OK. Now there I feel were, bad for the four-year-old. Uh, there was other people in the theater. It wasn't just me. It wasn't like me and them. There was there was other people in there too. So it was affecting a lot of people. I digress. That's why I haven't seen Despicable Me 3 yet because I need to go when I know – no kids are going to be in there, um, mm-hmm. just like I can watch it at home with no kids in there right now. Um, but, yeah, everyone's got Despicable Me 3 <laughs> fever going on right now. So what better place to go than to Universal Studios Hollywood where you can jump into Despicable Me? And I know you're saying, well, we can do that at Universal Studios Florida as well, too. But while it is true that we both have Minion Mayhem... They have super silly fun land. Yeah. And there's like a little restaurant, a little, I mean, just a quick service restaurant. Yep. They have a uh, Gru's uh, like lab cafe yeah. um, where you can get some uh, get some good quick service food. Super silly fun land is just all things minions. And there is a ton of water play areas in there. So uh, if your dream is to find a way to have your kid completely drenched from head to toe, this is where you're going to want to do it. They have their little super, uh, super spinny 
fun little ride, basically Dumbo-style ride, but uh, with big googly eyes and stuff. There are plenty of minion photo ops all around the area. Um, it is... It is super cool. It is one of those things where you just deep down you get jealous that we don't have that in uh, in Florida because it feels like it could just be immensely popular yeah. if we would get it. And then even uh, you know, yeah, we have Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. They do, but they even like pull out that whole stretch where they have all of. Um, where they have like Gru's next door neighbors and such. You have the the orphanage there where the girls came from. I feel like because you have this all set up, you see the characters much more often there. You see the girls out and about. You see minions yeah. wandering around. But it makes for a nice photo ops too. Yeah. It makes for like a, a better landscape of photos. I don't know. Yeah. It feels more immersive. Exactly. So, and uh, I know Universal Studios Japan is going to be getting um, their own minion area in the future, and that's going to be insane. But for right now, um, if your kids are minion obsessed, you have to get to Hollywood to see this area. It is completely worth it. Um, It's one of those things that even if you have a little appreciation for the movie, I think you can enjoy it a lot. So moving on to number five, you may remember last week's episode, we talked about an attraction, an area in Universal Studios Florida that was near and dear to our heart. And of course, that was Jaws. So number five, of course, the reason why you have to get out to Hollywood is to see Jaws. It is summer. It's the summer of Jaws. Well, it's also, it's like my, the, my whole argument to being like the, the, the one thing that's going to make the standout difference between here and there is the studio backlot tour. That's not what it's called. Studio tram tour. Yes. Um, And that Jaws is a part of that. And it's just, you get to go through actual functioning sets. You get to see actual places that movies were seen. And if you're lucky, you'll see a girl urinate on the Grinch set. Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. But for me, uh, in terms of the entire tram tour, uh, you know, the big highlights of it, why you do the tram tour is for these broken out sections. And actually, I should do an asterisk here, not just Jaws, but also Earthquake. Um, these are the, the two portions that you want because uh, the rest of the, the studio tram tour is uh, heavily made up of uh, Kong 360, which we have now over at Islands of Adventure with um, with Skull Island. And then uh, they also they end the tram tour off with, of course, um, Fast and Furious Supercharged, which we don't have right now, but we'll have um, in just a, just a short amount of time. Soon, so soon, yeah. it's like nine months probably until we'll be doing Supercharged. So uh, it didn't, doesn't really wait. feel like that long. Yeah, I know. I can't you're, wait. Listen, listen. <laughs> Five, uh, five, six, seven, eight. Are you all great me to movies. Do a dance? Oh, okay. No, five, no, five, five, five six, seven, five, six, seven, eight. Go. All great Fast and Furious movies. Um, unfortunately, Supercharged sucks. But yeah, so Jaws and Earthquake. These are the only. These are the only uh, two places in the United States where you can currently uh, see these portions that were then blown up for Florida and. Um, you know, like we talked on the Jaws episode, uh, it's not much in Hollywood. You just pull into the, the little Amity town and you see the shark attack the scuba diver in the water before then uh, making its charge on the side of your boat. Um, just very simple, but still, it's just so awesome to see that movie represented 
at uh, at Universal Studios Hollywood, home of Steven Spielberg. So it just you can, it, you'll even drive down Spielberg Way, the yeah. road named after him. Yeah, yeah. But then Earthquake Two, um, you know, disaster. While it had some charm with Christopher Walken, I always forget about the earthquake part. Yeah, because they trick you. They trick you. They make do. You, I always get excited because they show me David Boreanaz, and I get distracted. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so with uh, with the earthquake portion, you know, disaster had charm because of Christopher Walken, but overall, um, you really were only there for the final subway scene where you have the earthquake encounter. Um, and it, just a, a great, great little, great little moment. And you still have that on the Universal Studios Hollywood tram tour. And I don't, something about that one, it seems like you're even more in it than the one at Universal Studios Florida. I, I doubt that's that's true by any means. And if anything, it was probably done on a lot less of a budget because it's much older and all that. But uh, it's the only way you can see it. So. Get out there and, and see these relics, especially if you miss Jaws or Earthquake, Disaster, when you uh, when you came to Universal Studios Florida. So they need to be seen. But let's tie that into our number four reason why you need to go out there. And this is, this is kind of a, a larger part of um, what Rhino just mentioned, that all those things are available on the Universal Studios tram tour. I think a reason to go out there is to do the VIP tram tour. So, Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And you've heard us talk and rave about the Universal Studios tram tour from time to time on this show. Uh, it is something that we love in terms of doing a VIP tour in a theme park. It is completely different because it's not just about going around to the rides. This is – it breaks it breaks up – a VIP tour that you would expect at a universal park and adds on the element of doing a VIP tour at the actual studios portion in terms of, uh, in this term, the uh, tram tour. So, uh, is it, it, if you have done a, a studio tour before, like at Warner brothers lot or paramount, um, it, that it's going to be a much different experience. Uh, I, I just have to say that this is more like a beefed up version of the regular tram tour that anyone can do there, but uh, it is totally worth it. I'm not going to talk about the uh, the the front of the line passes you get for stuff. I'm not going to talk about getting your own private comfy vehicle that you get driven around in. I'm not going to talk about how sometimes you uh, you you get to see other filming locations that not everyone gets as good of a look at. What I want to talk about are Basically, two of kind of the uh, the highlight stops I think you make in the tour to places that people don't normally see. Oh. And the first one, the first one's a bit nerdier, so I know not everyone's going to appreciate it. I don't know if every tour stops there. I know mine did, but did you get to stop by one of the sound bays? No. Okay. I see. went into a prop shop. That's number two. Oh, okay. We, sorry. Our started at we got to go into one of the sound mixing rooms where they had the theater screen and all the theater seating for all the executives oh, to sit in man. and showed the giant mixing board um, where they were just laying over sound Dang, and doing all cool. that. And yeah, no, that was awesome. So um, it, that that's part of the tram tour. Sometimes you get taken the VIP tram tour. Sometimes you get taken into these unexpected areas where you get to see behind the scenes and how 
they actually make the movies. And that is a very, very standout one, one that I will never forget. Uh, the other, as Rhino said, is the prop shop, which uh, you think on the on the onset, like, well, how can it be that interesting to go in and see the prop shop? Well, it's because I don't think you realize how much crap is stored in this essentially a warehouse that anytime they film anything on the lot, anytime someone comes in, if Disney or Warner Brothers needs yeah. to do something on the lot and they need props. They need a desk. Exactly. They, they need this like walking cane. It's like 7,500 different versions of walking canes oh, in there. There was literally one row that was just full of rubber guns. Yeah. Just all all rubber guns. More rubber guns than you've ever seen in your life. Um, it's just this is literally all there. Uh, and it is so cool to, to walk through. And sometimes you notice, like on some of the props, they're extremely heavily detailed because they're going to be used in like close-up shots and stuff. And then other times you see just like – how terrible oh, some yeah. of the props are like how does this pass on screen at all and it, and it does you know it might be out of focus in the background so it doesn't really matter or just buried behind other things so it, it's just it's so cool to walk in there and um i believe every single vip tour does go through uh the prop shop so if it's something you've ever been interested in i think this is uh this is something that you just you kind of have to see. They'll let um, you take pictures and everything. Exactly, Good photo opportunities. Oh yeah, pictures, videos, all of it. Um, it, it just it, it's it's a marvel to see. But the other reason, um, which is number three, that you might be interested in the tram tour, the VIP tram tour, or just spending time at Universal Studios Hollywood, is seeing the filming locations mm-hmm. for so many amazing movies uh summer blockbusters throughout the year little sleepers tv shows you name it you are going to see recognizable locations when you are going around so uh and they do point out many along the way as you're going along in like the tram tour so uh you know as rhino mentioned earlier on the show the the how the grinch stole christmas they move some of the set out into the the line of the tram tour so you can see that uh there and people pee on it yeah they just jump right on out whenever they gotta go and they go pee pee right over there they do um they of course as you're moving on the tram tour one of the uh the neatest sections of it um i believe they've been doing a lot of filming in and around the area for the past uh couple years so they haven't really had it open but um driving down the the row of houses so they've been used for many things throughout the years um it was used as what's the name of the uh, desperate housewives road wisteria wisteria hysteria wisteria wisteria lane i i I didn't watch the show pete was gonna have an aneurysm when we were in there yeah he was very excited but the Munsters house is over there too. Uh, the Munsters house is there too. Um, the Leave It to Beaver house is there too, I believe. And one of the things I just found out, um, something that you and I would be really excited about, the house that they use all the exteriors for um, American Housewife is in there. Oh, yeah. I wondered why that neighborhood looks so familiar. Yeah. So oh, I love that show. It, it's just been used for like everything I have to um, go through my photos now and yeah no no that's no. the thing too is you never know when something will come up later after you've been too so you might be watching something down the road and it might show up exactly yeah they don't they don't ever change it up too much but um it's always that same look and feel so sometimes you're like yeah is that the same place and a lot of times it is because they've used it so often so that's all there um 
uh, going down through the back lot, you know, through the downtown scene. Uh, you know, that's been used over and over again. Gr- Gremlins. It's the same thing as Back to the Future. It's uh, Hill Valley. Uh, not Hill Valley. Yeah, Hill Valley. Yeah, Hill Valley. So that's where the the courthouse is. Um, when I was uh, when I was there on one of the trips, they were doing uh, they were filming Ghost Whisperer. Uh, they that? were filming Ghost Whisperer there. They that's when they had the gazebo up in front of the courthouse. But in the actual downtown section, they were filming uh, pickup shots for R.I.P.D. That oh, awful. Oh, your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, my favorite Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges movie that yeah. no one remembers anymore. Um, so they've done stuff there. Uh, you see classic, um, some of the classic stuff from like the the pond where they had Creature from the Black Lagoon in um, shots of like the town center for Frankenstein. Um, even the one section. Uh, I believe it's no longer there. I think they actually tore it down as part of the Potter expansion. I could be wrong on this. But kind of towards the back along this hillside um, was where they had, like, uh, Genovia for the Princess Diaries movies. Um, That was like— We're not saying the big one either, though. You haven't said the big one. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. and so that that was that part. And then that same hillside that it kind of like blocked in on, they told us that was where scenes from Spartacus were also filmed. Mm. So it uh, has that immense amount of history. And then the last one I leave off with before I let you uh, wrap it all up, um, my because, you know, we you know us here. We love we love Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much. And I've been like on a binge of it lately going through and. Just last night, actually, I was watching the episodes where you first get to see We Britain. And (laughs) We Britain is all – that whole part is filmed in the London portion of – That's funny. um, Of Universal Studios Hollywood on the upper lot. And once you go there and then you watch it back and see We Britain, like you can – literally pinpoint everything where like the shakespeare globe theater where the poppins it, is and <laughs> yeah no you'd like that's right on that corner where the globe theater entrance is and you, you see all the the normal shops and this how the street just bends a little bit to go to the westminster part and unfortunately it's a little off now because despicable me is on that back stretch um, yeah that didn't, didn't exist be when there. they filmed it yeah yeah but that that is there too, and I I just love That's that funny. you get to see so many great things, Rhino. And then, of course, the iconic, the uh, Bates Motel, as well as the house from Psycho. Yes, yes. and from the movie, not the show. But we have to also acknowledge too. Yes, we we realize uh, from talking about this before. It's these not are not the original. Yes, it was. A, it's a rebuilt one. We know the original was like torn down, burned down. I think it was torn, torn down. down, moved, rebuilt, all yeah. that stuff. So not back th- in the day when things did not get preserved the way we do nowadays. You know what I mean? Like it's, oh, yeah. it's the, things just got. It was lumber, just turned into lumber. I mean, that's essentially that's just an exterior of a house. So why would they think to save it? Exactly. No, there there was no reason to. Except now, um, theme park fans are just a bunch of pack rats that don't want <laughs> anything to ever die and anything to ever change. And I get that because that is me too. So filming locations, the a great reason to go. Number two reason to go. Um, of course, we've talked about it from time to time, but the differences. Um, you know, our Springfield USA when that opened up, it was amazing. Loved it. I, I still love it to this day. I think it is uh, – it's got great food, 
with some really bad food also hidden in there, scattered mm-hmm. throughout. Uh, it's got some great little, uh, great little seating areas to get stay off to the side and relax. It, it's got some cute Simpsons props and uh, other things like that. Overall, it's just a really relaxing place to sit and hang out for a beer or lunch or whatever. And then Universal Studios Hollywood comes along and just knocks their Springfield USA out of the park. Oh, yeah. The, it's it's one of those, like, if you love attention to details, there's stuff like – it's got, like, the school is there. And then it's got the prison and the, the – The nuclear plant. Uh, the nuclear power plant where there's a button where you can push to, to keep it from going off or whatever or to set it off. No. I don't remember which you're, what you're doing when you do that. But – like I love that sideshow Bob is like climbing down yeah. the side out of the prison stuff like that. Oh, they have they have disco stew yeah. on there. They they Patty just... and um, Selma Selma uh, at the uh, DMV. Yeah, no, they they they've got so much and a lot of and the big reason why it's different is because of space. Um, Universal Studios Hollywood is on the side of a mountain. Which that's another mountain. That is another reason why you need to get out there and see it because it is just oh, epic, breathtaking views of California yeah. countryside or the Hollywood Hills and stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's just absolutely breathtaking seeing how different it is. Um, unlike any other theme park uh, where you're usually just flat on one base, you might yeah. have a little lift, a little rise, having an upper lot with so many attractions and then going down to have a lower lot and have even more and having to take the the starway escalators to hell going down yes. like it's just it's so incredible but yeah it doesn't have the space so while their springfield usa is much smaller and more compact they built upwards and because they needed a second story for seating areas for their their food yeah. locations, and so they were able to add more details. Their food locations are great too, because they're rather than ours, where they're kind of all in one place and just like side by side. Is they've they've taken the time to theme each one. So Cletus's yeah. Chicken Shack is like the Chicken Shack, and you go in the shack, and then like the Krusty Burger is the Krusty Burger. I mean, they're all essentially the same building, but like it's three different sections of the building and then when you go upstairs the attention to detail up there like in crusty burger you can go find the springfield um the key yeah the key to the city and stuff like that like so like one of my favorite details and you're not going to see it if you're going in the summer but is during halloween horror nights they play the soundtrack to um the treehouse of horror so I don't know why we don't do that here, but there's a lot of stuff like that. So the music yeah. is even slightly di- – it's all like slightly different, but also I like the Duff Gardens yeah. is there, you know? Yeah, and they, as we've said before, um, they actually fly out the Duff beer that's made here at Florida Brewing Company out there specifically for that. That's so cool. you get the same exact um, unique experience at both places. So, But that's just – that's Springfield, um, you know, Wizarding World of Harry Potter there isn't just a complete replica there's little details changes obviously theirs doesn't have um there it's based off of our hogsmeade but they don't have dragon challenge there so they kind of had to the change up how that whole system's working um just very minor changes you'll still feel at home but there's still little bits and sections to explore that are very unique and different um uh, and then going into some of the attractions, Jurassic Park, as we've talked about, um, complete different boat ride than what you're used to. Same end result. You're going down a big hill, but uh, they have like the, the sequence where you, you drive past the wall where the Jeep is falling down the side when it works. 
Uh, no, I which think is it's like, like fifty percent of the time. Now or something. No, they got it working again. Oh, they did. They okay, did. you good, yeah. good, good. No, they they did. I'm sure it's broken again already. But <laughs> when it works, it is awesome. A um, uh, little differences like that on the Revenge of the Mummy episode, we talked to you about how uh, that's completely different. It's a just a complete different experience from yeah. ours, uh, which is really nice. One other thing they have there. Um, in terms of differences, we have the horror makeup show. They have the special effects stage show, which uh, is like – it's kind of like the horror makeup show, but on a much bigger scale yeah. and adding in different elements, um, adding in how um, green screen and, and that technology works. It, it kind of takes you through – starts with the basic simple special effects of horror and takes you all the way up to how they're doing special effects um, with computer graphic imagery. It's just – it's a very cool little show, um, all all different from what you get when you're out here. So, uh, just just something to do, and uh, that would lead us to our final number one reason to go out there at Universal Studios Hollywood. And for me, that's just playing the history behind it. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. This is regardless of how your feelings are on Universal. What movies were made there, uh, what there is to do there right now, it, it is just jam-packed full of history, Hollywood history. Um, you know, it, it's been around since the early 1900s, like some of the other, some of the other studios, um, and it's, it's just breathtaking to think all these amazing movies throughout the year have been made there. And, uh, you know, there's really not a lot to say it. I'm not going to give you a history lesson on, on how the studio started and going all the way through up. Um, that's part of the experience that you have to discover when you go there, learn about universal studios, Hollywood, why it's important. Um, it's, it's one of the very rare times, kind of like going to Disneyland. Disneyland also is a history lesson, packed in a theme park because of the important history that it's made same thing goes for universal studios hollywood uh there's just there there's a lot there well i'm gonna throw in an honorable mention okay. uh because we um you know you talk about the history and the differences and stuff like that but um i also think that their city walk is an achievement yeah. as well um i i, I just it's it's i i know some people have said they like they like this one better than that one or something like that but you know, maybe it's because it's different, but it's all these like giant signs. It's all these. It's like multi-leveled, multi-tiered, and I don't know. I mean, ours is coming great yeah. along the way in the the City Walk revolution that's going on right now. It's wonderful, and I'm sure ours. You know, essentially, maybe we it is better, but they have like these different types of experiences there. But it, it's like what you said. There's this whole like go to the park. You can you can enjoy all this stuff, and then you can kind of have like a dinner out here. Yeah. It's just it's it's you know. Yeah, I do love their city walk because it's kind of a mixture of California and chains. Where ours is original, um, yeah. original Universal restaurant creations in chain restaurants, and that that's why I, I do actually have a good fondness for them. Like I love I love the Carl Strauss Brewery. Yeah, me too. There. Yeah, um, or Pink's the the hot dog. Exactly. Is that still there? Oh no. yeah, Pink's is, is still okay. there. And then they added. Um, uh, I don't think it's originally based out of California, but the Voodoo Donuts. I think it's out of Oregon yeah. originally, but yeah, that that's but still a West big Coast. deal. But it's still like one of those like yeah cool things that you can't 
for somebody like us or somebody that's not from California, that's a like I know it might be a chain or not original, but it's still a cool little sampling for exactly. us of something that's different from out there. No, I, I completely agree. So I love it too. Well, if you need a more of a background on City Walk at Universal Studios Hollywood, go and watch the intro video for uh, Keenan and Kel because that was all filmed <laughs> at City Walk. You can see like the King Kong, uh, the King Kong giant They're neon the sign in there and all that so or coolio lot, in the globe yeah right? and they were in the globe um the couch was in front of the globe but regardless there are so many great reasons to visit universal studios hollywood um this summer or very soon if you haven't yet so uh we highly highly recommend it get out there go do it if you've been there tell us why you love it um if if you haven't been there yet and you don't have a reason why you're going uh or you have a reason why you're going let us know too because i'd be very interested to read why you uh don't want to go there so uh make sure you do all of that in the comments below or you can always send us an email at uopodcast at disunplug.com if you forget any of that just head to disunplug.com of course home of our show notes page uh for this show and many other there you will also find links to all of our social media pages on facebook twitter and instagram um along with uh any anything else you might need so that's going to do it for this episode thank you so much rhino for having this little discussion with me oh, well thank you for uh, the the tours of memories in mm, california countryside yes, and, i'm yeah. so happy we're out there right now i just wish we could be at universal studios oh, hollywood gosh don't even i know i know, I know. and exciting. uh so <laughs> thank you to everyone out there who uh listened and watched this we really hope you appreciate it um and of course if you haven't subscribed yet on itunes or youtube make sure you hit those subscribe buttons and uh leave us leave us comments and thumbs up on youtube and leave us uh reviews and all that on itunes so thank you so much again that's going to do it for this episode of the dis unplugged universal edition but we will be back with you next week for another one but until then remember no resolutions right now